I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com. Congratulations to Hunter and Newcastle Havel. They've just been awarded the best value medium SUV by Drive. There's no wait times across all their GWM showrooms. Three easy locations, East Maitland, Cardiff and Port Stephens. Anywhere you are, you're close to a new car. With Hunter and Newcastle GWM Havel. They also have the best value hybrids in the market. No wait times there either. NHM would like to introduce you to the team at Next Legal and Conveyancing, headed up by NHM Mama Alicia. NHM are proud to partner with Next Legal and Conveyancing, a modern boutique law firm comprised of an energetic and dedicated team of skilled solicitors who approach the law in a new, proactive and highly skilled professional way. Contact them today. NHM, I got it from my mama with Sarge. I'm joined with Jamie Abbott today and she's my co-host. And we're going to be talking about following your dreams for your children today on the show, but just some basic mum stuff. And this is going to sound really stereotypical because I'm going into cleaning which I'm not that clean actually to be honest. What do you mean you're going into cleaning? I'm going to talk about cleaning for a second I'm going to give people some advice. Never ever get black black carpet or white tiles. Actually you've got a brand new house Jamie. Yeah but I don't have black carpet when you said I'm getting into cleaning I thought you'd be going to get into the cleaning (laughs) industry because you're changing careers. I'm like oh okay why are we doing this podcast then? (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm funding most of the cleaners in Newcastle oh, with my house when I'm not going into Yeah, actually, that's something I had to learn. I've always been reasonably messy, but when I had children and I had a business myself, I had to learn to allow things to get messy because cleaning and actually Denise Duffy-Thomas is really cool. Like she's been on heaps of the podcasts. I don't even know if she's ever been on my podcast, but podcasts I produce, her thing was I just had to let it get messy because otherwise I wasn't writing invoices. Yeah. I love her. Actually, my, my yeah. mind went straight to Denise when you yeah. said that because she's all about, you know, you know, you read her book, The Golden Goose? No, I haven't. Oh, it's, this it's has turned into an ad for Denise. Oh, I know. <laughs> I oh, I never heard of Denise this time last year until really? you first mentioned her. Now oh, I see okay. her everywhere. I bought her book. Okay. Yeah, so she's all about the golden goose. So you yeah. are the golden goose yeah. if you're the breadwinner and yeah. you're the, you know, yeah. the everything yeah. and it's all about protecting you so get a cleaner if you need yeah. to let's make you the golden goose thrive and that sort of stuff it's one of the first things she outsourced when she sort of got into business wow that's amazing mm. so go get yourself a cleaner and don't feel bad about it they're hard to get they are hard to get <laughs> i'd had someone last week not turn up and i've had so many i think maybe we're a bit more of a challenge out no. us. it can be really strange too because i find with cleaners you know i've had them like put the rate up like it's not like a normal business transaction. Often they'll be like, hey, you know, it's $50 more now. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> well, because it was messier than no, they thought. it was just like she was putting it up because cleaning products got expensive. Oh, yeah, and fuel. That's what she said. So I was it's like, good. okay. And then often I'll have, because I Airbnb my house sometimes, I'll have, uh, I had one last week where it was like, oh, I spent longer than I thought. And I was like, well, because I quoted for the job this much. But then she's like, oh, they'll say things to get. Yeah, it's it's a weird transaction. It is. Do you ever clean before the cleaner comes? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) We all do that. (laughs) So so silly, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We put away all our dirty clothes and all the toys. Actually, the cleaner you can make it before the cleaner comes, you feel like you're winning. (laughs) 
<laughs> they charge you extra 50 bucks anyway. What's the point? <laughs> Do you know what? This friend of mine, she was sick and the cleaner came and she didn't know, the cleaner didn't know that she was sick in the bed, right? And there was, she didn't know there was anyone in the house. The cleaner came, put on the kettle, had a cup of coffee, whizzed around, cleaned a few services and left. A good 20 minutes, Jamie what, she was only there for 20 minutes? Yeah. And then my friend contacted her and she was like, hey, I was in the house. You didn't do anything. It's <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. I was in the house secretly <laughs> spying on you. <laughs> but isn't, haven't you got sort of like a, a fear of that? Because sometimes you come home and you're like, I don't really know what has changed. Yeah. We had a cleaner mm. and originally it was two hours and then. The cleaner's episode. <laughs> I know, we didn't no. expect to talk yeah. about this. Yeah. But then I remember it just got shorter and shorter. And yeah. on one of the final mm-hmm. weeks, it was an hour and five minutes. And I, I questioned it. I said, oh, yeah. just out of interest. She said, well, I now know the house so well. I oh. can do it in an hour, what I used to do in two hours. And it sort of makes you look around and go, well, they could have dusted the windows a bit more maybe. No. I don't know. I now, I'm sounding a bit precious now. I know. It, I feel entitled too. <laughs> I can't get it clean Just up. watch out. Actually, one of my friends who's really organised, she gives her cleaner a list every week. Oh, please do this, yeah. do that. So there's different things every week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. But you could have a core list of things for the cleaner to do, couldn't you? Well, I just think they're basic stuff, right? Like clean the toilet, clean the bar. <laughs> Although my toilet never got cleaned, actually. So I, mean, I was having this discussion with my mum's group and I remember saying, is this... Have a, you still got your mum's group? Yeah, we do. Really? Well, we, it's, it's less frequent oh. chat. You know how when you've got a newborn and you're just like chatting all the time oh, while no, you're breastfeeding? Because you don't know anything. Oh, yeah. And your whole world yeah. revolves. Even yeah. my second time round, yeah. we had this mum's group. We used to meet at this cafe in yeah. Newcastle Always called Onyx. Away. We were God. called the Onyx Group. <laughs> we, it's even to this day. I um, still, Onyx. I have, you know how people have mother guilt? I have guilt, mother's group guilt, because my mother's group never really got on that well or connected. Oh. Only, I only got them once. What, did I, you all fight? <laughs> no, we just didn't really have anything in common. We caught up in the cafe and then, yeah, it's oh. all a bit awkward. Even no. one of them went to daycare with my one of my kids and sort of ignored each other. Yeah, it was weird. That's awkward. Yeah. So the first time around, it was kind of organised through the public health system. Yeah, that's right. And then second is this time the Onyx round, Cafe? No, the Onyx Cafe was, I literally typed in babies born May 2020 Newcastle what? and a group popped up. It was what? a May, June, July 2020 group. This is typical you. Like you have research. It's actually a group. There's, there's hundreds of people on oh. there. So there's a Port Stephens section of the group, Maitland. And then we all just went, who wants to turn up to this cafe? And then about 20 of us became this Jeez, core Onyx lot. group. Yeah, wow. and we we're all second-time mums too, okay. by coincidence, which helps. Yes, because you know how you get hung up on things the first time oh, no. round, like you have to have oh. new everything. How second much time baby round. gear do you buy? Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, don't if you're out there and you're pregnant with your first, do not marketplace it. Yeah, hundred percent. And I didn't even buy a pram the second time round because I was like. I don't really use the pram. I used the baby carrier and then oh, they yeah. walked with me, basically. Yeah, I used I bought secondhand everything off marketplace. So people the carrier, use the pram like a babysitter, have you noticed? There'll be a six or seven year old in the pram and you're like, You gotta <laughs> let that shit go, woman. You gotta get that child to walk. <laughs> I've still got my pram, but uh, even the three year old now he we get him to walk. So, yeah. You yeah. gotta use the energy up. I feel like I don't wanna sell it though, because I feel like one day I might go to the farmer's market and need a pram. <laughs> Even though I was about to say you're having another one. No, no, no. 
I don't believe it. Hey, two nights you ago, were you saw me. You blushing under no, your makeup. I've got lots of blush <gasps> on. No, no, no. You saw me drinking two days ago. I'm not pregnant now. No, but you're I was going to have more though. Well, no. Do you know what? Before I came here, while I was late, I, I signed up to this new gym. Don't tell me why you were late. Have no, you no, peed no. on a stick? No, this, no. <laughs> This okay. chick who yeah. is a method to my story. This yeah. chick who showed me through the gym. Yeah. Her name was Hallie, as okay. in Halle Berry. Yeah. And I thought, I've got a Harvey and a Harrison. I thought, mm. oh, if I had a third, Hallie would be nice for a girl. So as I was driving over here, I was thinking, Harvey, Harrison, and Hallie. <laughs> and for a second, oh my, my mind went there to having a third. But now it's getting kind of whipped out of me talking about this newborn stage and mum's groups. It's kind of all coming back to me now. What so about no. pregnancy, babe? I had an easy pregnancy. Both times. Oh, my God. That seems like an oxymoron. Oh, no. Easy pregnancies. It's the newborn stage afterwards where I went mental. Terrible. Mental. Like, you just... So hard. Oh, yeah. The, oh. the sleep deprivation. Oh, no. A friend of mine actually is pregnant in her late 40s or mid 40s. And she's a businesswoman as well. And I'm just like, oh. You can is this her fine. first pregnancy? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's all right. But you're going to find out. <laughs> About it. I found it harder the second time round. Did you? Because you've got a child there and changing nappies at the same time. Yeah, I had an 18-month-old and a newborn. <laughs> yeah. They were not, I got pregnant when the first one was nine months. Yeah. I don't recommend that. No, I don't. People go, <laughs> you're changing one nappy. Why don't you change two? Yeah. Holy shit. Did not do that. Yeah, and both of mine are still in nappies at night, of course. Oh. But I don't know. I just I found it harder second time around. I think the first time you're just so oblivious and it's all new. But second time around, you're like, oh my goodness, I forgot about that. I yeah. forgot about colic. <laughs> I forgot about witching hour. I literally forgot all about that, and it came <laughs> rushing back. I'm like, oh, and I guess that's what happens, right? If we all remembered, yeah. we'd never have a second child. Well, they say that about childbirth as well. It's engineered to get out of your brain, but it hasn't got out of mine. Oh, you had hard Worst ones. pain ever. Over a day for my first labour. You didn't have an epidural? Yeah, but it didn't really kick in. Oh, and then I was vomiting because I'd have all the drugs in the the prelim, oh. the morphine and all that. Actually, there's so much to talk about with motherhood, but I suggest if you're going to have a kid, just bypass all those party drugs and just go straight for the epidural yeah. because you're doing a job. Yep. You're not partying. No. Second time around, I had the epidural. I was induced and I had the epidural before they did anything else. And you can ask them. People don't know this, right? The first time around. It's the same. I'm like, order the epidural as they were inducing me. I'm like, now. They can do it before anything. And it was so much better than the first. Oh, Oh my God. You learn this. But why did no one tell me? Because I was induced both times. Yeah. I had to go into labor. You know when you induce the contractions come on straight away? Yeah. You don't, like, get warmed up to it like you do when it's naturally happening well i don't know i've never had natural no me either but it it was pretty full on and then the what's the called what's the guy called the anesthetist yes yeah yeah, yeah, he couldn't get there for two hours because he was stuck in an emergency caesar so for two hours i had contractions (laughs) maybe they just told me that it's you already you always have this suspicion in the back of your mind going yeah they're playing golf or (laughs) <laughs> no, I didn't no. at the time. But then, yeah, and when he finally came, it kicked in. But I remembered, I remembered that. So second time mm. round, same anaesthetist. And I said to him, yeah. can you do this before they manually break oh, the Oh, they waters? couldn't find my spine, the first one. They couldn't get it right. Oh, really? That's really bad. Was he new? It's public. I wasn't the public because I was like, I never had private health insurance. Because I did have it when I was younger because my parents are like... They're great and responsible. But then when I went to be a comedian, I wasn't earning much money. So I was like, ah, don't need this. Ah, I'm on the road. I'm living on $2 a day. 
And then when I went back to get it, I was like, whoa. Yeah, if you're of baby age, whoa. Because not only do you pay for the private health insurance, mm. you then pay 2000 and something, 2800 on mm. top of that for yeah. the actual obstetrician fees. It's insane. Plus your out-of-pocket hospital costs. It's a real yeah. extra cost. It is. Yeah. And yeah. I probably would argue, is it worth it? I mean, I thought it was because I loved having my own room and that aftercare, yeah. oh especially first time around. Oh, I didn't. I had the first. I got my own room. I got treated like gold the first time because I was on the radio. So I was like semi-famous oh, really? and they're like, it smells hard and a baby. Oh, really? Yeah, and I went straight on air after I had the Just baby. Paparazzi like, waiting outside. <laughs> no, not like that. It's like a D-grade celebrity. And I went on the radio straight after and talked to the – and then the second time around it was, you know, it wasn't – yeah, on radio anymore. And then I was like, really, I was in a room with five people and literally I was like ringing my partner going, okay, I'm coming home now. I, did, I filled out the meals list and then I left. Well, you didn't even get the meal. Taxi. Nah, I was like, nah, I can't <laughs> sleep. How many hours after you gave birth Not was long. Not long at all. Oh. Yeah. I suppose that's not so bad second time around. Yeah. First time around, I wanted to just never leave the hospital. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because they're so lovely, the midwives too. And they write up your little goals on the board and it's like, shower for the day and you're like shit like as a high achieving woman i have never seen a goal like that for the day that is awesome i'm always like write seven thousand emails get 10 invoices and pay the mortgage yeah they're having a shower so it's pretty good oh how good is yeah. a shower though when you've got a newborn oh. and just having that shower to yourself oh, i'm sure there's people listening right now who are nodding their heads going yep after totally. you have given birth, like that is the best. Like, obviously, it's terrible, but when you have that shower, that's the best feeling oh, in the world. It's just like, oh, my God. Yes. You're so exhausted. <laughs> Coming up next, following your dreams as a mum with Jamie Abbott. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com. NCR blinds are custom blinds, curtains and shutters. In Newcastle, New South Wales, they are one of the most trusted specialists in domestic and commercial curtains, blinds and shutters in Newcastle and the Hunter region. With over a century of combined experience in curtain making, they have become a one-stop shop for blinds, curtains and shutters for Newcastle residents and business owners. They strive for 100% customer satisfaction as they want you as a forever client. NCR blinds. NHM, I got it from my mama with Jamie Abbott. Following your dreams as a mum. This is such an interesting topic and we arrived at it pretty much just over a general chat. But can you tell me recently what happened when you came back from a business trip and had a little conversation with someone in your family. Yes. So I came back from Port Douglas. I was there with about 70 women, all online course creators, female entrepreneurs, had the best time ever, you know, so inspired, so motivated. Yep. You come back and then came back to my family. I was away for four nights. And my mum said, uh, I hope she's, she's not going to be listening, I don't think. I'll make sure <laughs> someone was in Newcastle's a small town. She just probably, I won't put it on the Facebook. Okay. Just promote don't it. Don't tag her your on mum isn't, Is your mum on Instagram? Yeah, uh, yeah oh, she is, but no. she actually is in NHM oh, okay. group. <laughs> we won't put it in the group. That's all right. I love my mum, but, um, yeah, it's a small town. Yeah. And she did say, look, you know, oh, you should spend more time with them because she'd spent the day with them the day mm. I came back. They're just so beautiful. I said, yeah, well, I do. I I'm doing this because of their future. And, and she said, oh, yeah, but, you know, you're hardly around. And I said, um, look, I'm doing this for their future to inspire and motivate them. They're seeing their mum chase her dreams. 
seems. If you're trying to make me feel guilty, then I'm not going to. And she said, well, you should feel guilty. <laughs> she actually said that. Gosh, I was mad. So mad. But you think of how life was, you know, for women in the 70s. I don't know out there how many guys, how many of you know this, but in the 70s you needed still to have your husband to sign paperwork to say you could have a bank account. Like that's how different times were back then to now. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing to think how far we've come and that there are women out there just killing it. And to be honest, I don't know about you guys, but I – have met quite a few parents that say, geez, I'm happy I had girls because girls these days have less failure to launch problems than boys. Oh, really? Like they seem to get on track at school and everything and be less into the bad stuff and more into being motivated career-wise. Oh. I don't know if it's true though. So I don't but, know. I don't know yeah. if I could handle teenage girls. <laughs> no offence. <laughs> You've got two girls. I've got two boys. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like everyone around me, their girls at this age, are beautiful and easy. And then teenagers. Teenage I saw two teenage girls at my parents' beach house growing up and um, they were fighting over a hairdryer and they were pulling each other's hair and stuff. And my mum, they were on the floor. It was like a full fight. Oh, yeah. And my mum was – we were just standing there flabbergasted. I remember being about 10 and just going, holy moly. And mum was like, yeah, that's – wow. Because I was one girl, two boys, but that was insane. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, wow. But, yeah, the following the dreams, it's a really hard thing to do. And you get it it takes away from your feeling of success a little bit, just the mother guilt side of things. Absolutely. I just want to pick up on something you said there, how we've we've come so far. Do you know, fun fact, not really a fun fact, a friend of mine donated her eggs to someone she knew. Yeah. She needed her husband to sign the consent form for her to give her eggs to her friend to donate them in this day and age. So we haven't come that far. We've come really far in many things. Really? Yes. But if he was to donate his sperm, wouldn't need anyone's permission. But to donate her eggs, he had to sign saying he was okay with it. I'm flabbergasted over that. I was shocked too. She only told us a couple of weeks ago. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. Well, the, the, the boy's now seven, so it was seven years ago. I assume it's just the same today. It was only seven years ago that was the case. Wow. So we still have a long way to come, I think. We do. Yeah. Well, I remember just having the kids young and still because nothing stops when you've got your, your own business. You still need to keep it going. You know, you're the one who's there behind the scenes, even if you do have people helping you out. Mm. So I still remember babies crawling all over me while I was on the computer just going, oh, my God. And I remember my partner just saying, why are you doing this? What are you doing this for? Like, you don't have to do this. And as it turns out, as luck would have it, thank God, thank God that I kept to my guns and kept my financial business alive because it's been really important to me 
That's, so, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and it's thriving now. It's yeah. so hard, though, especially when they're little babies and you think, oh, and you had that dilemma. I need to spend time with them. Well, I think, A, sure, you can still spend time with them. We're not saying you spend no time with them and do your business instead. Yeah. It's certainly a happy medium. I think, A, they forget. They're not necessarily going to remember that you're working a little bit if yeah. you're doing a side hustle or, you know, you're running a business and doing invoicing while you've got babies. That's another thing, and I do think since – I've had to move away from my business. So I travel here uh, a couple of days a week and we have an au pair. And what I've noticed is as long as the children's needs are satisfied and you've got that village around you, that's the main thing. As long mm-hmm. as they feel safe, they're looked after, they're happy. They know they're loved. Their bottom, the bottom line doesn't actually, it's not you. <laughs> have you yeah, noticed? Because when if I'm away and I'll be the one rallying for a FaceTime, right, and they sort of are ignoring me, just saying hi, but doing whatever they want to do, like having a fun time still. Mm. And as long as they're doing that, they're not really – it's not about me, I don't think. No, if they, know, is, they're, they know they're loved by their mum. It could be more of my ego just going, oh, my God, they don't actually care. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a good thing to know, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. think it's – um my three-year-old, he's yeah. a very little switched-on little kid. He just yeah. turned three. He said to me a couple of days ago, where are you going, Mum? Are we going to work again? Because I was coming – we just built this house and I was coming home and then going into the office and coming yeah. home and he was off um, daycare that day with my other half. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you're not going to work again? And I turned to him and I said, do you know what? I love work. Yeah. I love my work. And he kind of looked at me because he's very switched on. He looked at yeah. me and he's like, oh. I said, yeah. So when mommy goes to work, it's fun. I really wanted – to That's put that really across cool. because I love my job and I don't ever want it – for many people, they don't love their job. Yeah, of course. Um, and that's another conversation. Yeah. I've been there. I used to I've work – I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I used yeah, to work yeah. for Aldi supermarkets, yeah. <laughs> like 70 hours a week <laughs> stocking cucumbers in Western Sydney. Or and I'm sure you did a bloody good job, Jamie <laughs> Abbott. They wanted really. to make you to run Aldi Australia. <laughs> you could have done it. <laughs> I was going to quit school and work for Red yeah. Rooster. That's another story. I loved yeah. Red Rooster. But – such an Aussie story. I love that chicken roll from Red Rooster. It's the best. Yeah, I went there for three years. It was so good. Do you I know what? It. This is a side fact, but I've heard from really high up people in companies that I, if they see you work for a fast food outlet, someone like McDonald's, Red mm. Rooster, Rara, it's a big tick. Oh, so you should keep it on your resume yeah, then. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Because they've got good service, good processes and stuff, those big businesses. Oh. And like a lot of people knowing how to work around processes and stuff like that and knowing that you can is a really big asset. There you go. If you're going for a job at Rio Tinto, make sure you don't drop off the McDonald's or Red Rooster. Hungry Jacks on your resume. Um, But, yeah, and so he was like shocked, my little three-year-old, and I just wanted to really put that out there because I do love my job. I love my business. I love my clients, and I don't ever want them at a young age to think – like, and I'm sure for many people, they, they don't yeah. like their job and, you know, you can try and get out of it and start yeah. a business. I'm all, that's a different conversation. Yes. But for me right now, I love it. I love my job. I love my life. And I really wanted him and my children to see that. That's a really cool thing. I think I'm, I feel the same. And I even see it in my kids. They're proud of it. They go around telling people that mum does podcasts and mum works on the radio and they think it's really cool. And I think that's really sweet and it's cool that they think of you as that identity and not just the one. And let's face it, you're probably the one as well. Blurry eyed, (laughs) jammies, like picking up after them every two seconds. And yeah, it's really cool that, uh, that you have that other side to you. And I know... And not just from a business point of view. I see so many mums 
I'm the same. I feel bad about it, you know, whenever you're doing it. Self-care. You do something for self-care and you've got so much guilt around it. But if you're filling up everyone else's cup 24-7, you need to have something for yourself or you're not going to be doing a good job filling up their cup. It's like what Denise Duffield-Thomas was talking about. The golden goose. Yeah, 100%. If you're not – you're so important in that family. If you're not well, that's feeding off onto everyone else. Do you know, I think um, for a lot of people I know, it's their husbands that actually make them feel bad. Yeah, I had that. My ex was always saying – lumping the kids at your parents again are you and a lot of everything dumping the kids there was all that sort of talk the vernacular um you'd also hear the partner is oh I'm looking after them again like well looking after them again and you hear so many women talk about this you're like no no they're your children that's not babysitting yeah you're 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 half of responsible for that child yeah that's like my other half he's he's the stay-at-home dad mostly and so many times people he'll be at kmart or something and someone will say gosh you're a good dad look Mm. at you looking after sort of condescendingly almost well no one says it to the the no us gosh you're a great mom but they'll say it to a dad (laughs) because it's so out of the ordinary yeah and he just kind of goes well no i'm just their dad doing what you're meant to do, you know? Yeah. But society hasn't kind of really got around to that yet. Yeah. But I do find a lot of – I go to the gym now three times a week and lift weights. That's awesome. And even my other half, I love him. He's yeah. great. You know, I'm very yeah. lucky to have him. Mm. He will say, oh, you're going to the gym again. Yeah. And so you feel – you are almost made to feel guilty, mm. but I'm strong. You know, I'm lifting yeah. 150 on the deadlifts now. And my little three-year-old, so I'll say to him – for your bone density and everything. Yeah, and yeah. I'm a better mom. I've yes. got more energy. I sleep better. I've got yeah. more energy and, and to – back into my kids and I say to them all the time I show them videos of me deadlifting and I say look at your mummy she's strong and so yeah. now I say to them you can lift this you're gonna be strong like mummy or eat your wheat because you can be strong like mummy um, that's so cool yeah, yeah but I, I won't feel guilty for it I've had that as well and a lot of for example my background um as an artist I've had a lot of mental health struggles because that's naturally comes when like you're an artist, that sort of personality. And I always choose to combat it. And my parents have told me, oh, you know, we've got mental health in the family. And I've always choose to combat it with running and activity and being super sporty. Now, yes, I get exactly the same as you. People go, wow, you're so lucky to be able to have time to run. And half the time I say, well, if you didn't I feel like saying you're spending lots of people spend a lot of time let's face it and I do too I'm looking at myself in the mirror on social media stuff like that let's look at the phone and see how many hours you watched your phone that day if you took one of those hours off you could have been doing something else it's Mm. amazing how we're still getting judgment around that stuff oh yeah that's another thing I feel guilty about that but I mean Oh yeah, it's a, that's a tough one because I'll sit around and be on my phone a lot. Like I do yeah, wheels. Yeah, me too. And Everyone that. does it, but that's for yeah. your work as well. Well, yeah, yeah. also my sanity. Yeah. But I have found that I will say to my boys, you know, I'm working. Look at these reels, and I show mm. them. Yeah, and I say, oh, there's mummy, and I'll show them a reel mm. I just recorded and put it up. So I try and involve them a little bit. Yeah. That's for me. I'm in a marketing PR yeah. role. Um, and that's just kind of how I. But I mean, I probably do spend too much time on my phone. For so sure, so does everyone. Yeah, I'll admit it. I'll yeah. admit it. <laughs> One of my friends has a phone for work and a phone for home. My friend Becky owns the T Collective and she actually will turn off the phone for work because you do get so many calls and then if something's really urgent, they will be contacting you. Yeah. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. So if they have to. But um 
Yeah, the social media thing is tough. And I'm the same. Ever since they were young, they've been doing videos with me on their phone. And now I found out that some are some (laughs) – my youngest wants to start a YouTube channel about gaming and TV shows and she's going to review them. How (laughs) old is she? Is this Lillian? (laughs) The seven-year-old. How old is she? And I was like, okay. seven, right, I said – I encouraged her. I was like, okay, cool. Well, you need to batch (laughs) ten episodes because you need to show consistency. So you batch ten and then come back to me when they're done and we'll upload them. And I was like – I said, I'll sponsor you from Newcastle Podcast Station. I'll give you $5 per episode. She goes, okay, okay. And I gave her this live read and she goes, nah, I can't remember all that. I'll just say proudly sponsored by Newcastle Podcast Station. <laughs> but the, the, the actual reason for all this and, you know, talking about seeing your kids watch you live your dreams mm. – that it does bleed through, like what you're saying. Mm, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And she she now sees me creating content and she wants to do cool stuff like mummy. If I was caught up in the fact of I couldn't do, I couldn't do, then you would never be in that case, would you? Absolutely. Yeah. I think at the end of the day we're all just learning and, and struggling and making yeah. mistakes and then learning from them and just being the best mom, dad we can be. And I think if you could just show your children that they're loved, they feel safe. And I think I saw something the other day on, on social media where it said, if you are tucking a healthy child into a safe home, yeah. um, then you've won the lottery. That's so cool. Mm, yeah. And so yeah. I think it's, you know, you could always beat yourself up about everything, not having enough money, not, you know, working too much. And times are tough, you know. The oh, my God. so expensive We now. were just talking about that recently, me and my friend today, just talking about, wow, you're going out to dinner and then it costs that much now. And part of me is like, you're just complaining about things because you're old. Because I remember. <laughs> are you saying this about yourself? <laughs> yes, I was saying yeah. about myself because I'm 43. But I remember my dad and things like that. Like they're always like, oh, you know, milk's 550, but humbug. And you'd be like, it's just because you're old. You're saying that. But I do feel it's a really, people are talking about the pinch all the time now. So yeah. the fact that we're in these positions as well, where we're able to provide for our families. And you know what? Let's face it as well. You are away from your kids a little bit bit like we are as entrepreneurs Mm. however geez it's a bit more flexible isn't it than having to rock up at 6 7 a.m and be gone at 5 or 5 30 and you're only seeing your kids and that's obviously lots of people's reality too and I don't say anything bad about that too because otherwise they're not going to have that safe bed they're not going to have the roof over their head mm, i know so i know really we all need to get a lot less judgmental around it all yeah and um just catch yourself up i think is the main thing and be easy on yourself even my yeah. mum, she so she was in a different era yeah. she was telling me recently that she went back to work full time and we were farmed out to after uh, school care and daycares and we had someone come to the house and pick me up we used to go to someone's house and you know, all those community daycare centers and ocean all that yeah. so we did all that and yeah. she used to feel so guilty because it was mm. so inflexible back then yes of course yeah, yeah. If, she, if we were sick and i used to get tonsillitis all the time and always get run down. Oh my god, and, how uh, sick do the kids get? Oh, oh my, my god. I feel like it's worse now than ever. Daycare <laughs> a few bugs. weeks ago, like they had a week off school and then they got better for a week and then another week off. I'm oh, like, what the yeah. point? <laughs> 
point of even sending yeah, them. I know. And you feel like you're giving them Nurofen or Diamond or Panadol too much. I know. I feel so bad about that. They should just be on a drip of like Nurofen. No. Even my three-year-old last night, he's got this runny nose and he couldn't mm. sleep. Mm. So I gave him Nurofen. He oh, went to so sleep like that I and know. slept all night. But you feel so bad. You do. It can't be good for them, but oh. it makes them feel better. No. That's what I feel guilty about. No, they're like, my throat hurts. Yeah. <laughs> my ear hurts, ear infections. Do you know, oh. well, it's it's not actually as well anything else you're doing because we live on an organic farm, blah, blah, and they're always sick as well. So oh. I think it's just like little kids. They're snotty school, noses though. and they're all touching each other's stuff and yeah. they cuddle all the time. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have no personal space boundaries. No. They talk about it. The teachers try to teach them. Don't cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they learn, you know, about personal space boundaries? That's what yeah. they learn. Isn't it funny? Because remember during COVID, just mm-hmm. as a side note, speaking of cuddling yeah. and germs, we all stopped cuddling each other. Remember yeah. that? And there was there's all these reports that have come out that it was really bad for everyone's mental health. Oh. Because people weren't touching enough and all that, and it was actually really affecting them. And all the meetings on Zoom and all that—it's not good for oh, you. Oh, and also probably yeah. didn't build up any immunity. And yeah, people are still true. like that. Even my friend the other day, I went to give that him a could cuddle. be part of the problem. Well, like no, our, it's all our immunity's up all yeah, immunity yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, probably because yeah. yeah. I feel like we're sicker now than ever. For but sure. I, a friend of mine the other day I went to give him a cuddle because I'm a cuddler, yeah. and he's like, nope, nope, and I'm like, oh, okay, handshake. He's like, nope, nope, fist pump. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay. We really just downgraded it from cuddle to handshake to fist pump. <laughs> like, Did you bump hands or yeah, just okay. still touch? Still touching. Still easy way to get COVID. You should have just gone in for the punch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, I saw him a couple of weeks later and I'd had a few drinks at a mm. function and I tried for another cuddle for, oh, maybe it's just a sober <laughs> rule that he has, you know, might oh, yeah. let his guard down. Yeah. He's like, no, fist pump. <laughs> Whilst he had a few beers still. But okay. Yeah. Well, congr- we want to say congratulations as well to all you mamas out there working and living your dreams, whatever they are. Mm. And, um, yeah, actually motherhood is a really good opportunity to reinvent yourself too. Absolutely. Because it is a pause and both of us sort of reinvented our careers a little bit through motherhood. So there is something positive about that too. Yeah, I think there's a really strong message out there because the people online are achieving their dreams. Well, you, we're going to talk about that next. Yeah, yeah, but other people just, you know, everyone's got something to offer. And yeah, I think if you're soul searching, take the time with your child and think, what what could I, what do I love doing? What am I passionate about? Yeah. And I think in 2023, there are more opportunities online for mums, side hustlers than ever. Yeah. And you know what's cool about that? Then when you go to work, you're doing something with intention that you love. Mm-hmm. And so there's a real reason that you're not with your kids. You're doing it because, wow, this is something that really lights me up. Yeah. Not something that's just a paycheck. But to be honest, like we're even lucky to have just a paycheck these days. So, I know. Yeah. So yeah. rate and review wherever you listen. Don't forget to listen to Jamie Abbott too in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, Apple, Spotify or Google. Just search wherever. Thank you. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com.